Welcome to Music Journeys, I'm Mike Foley. On the show today, young Joby Riccio, who has a wonderful new release titled Whiplash. Riccio shares what inspired the songs and explains that even though she wrote some as a teenager, performing them now at the age of 25 gives them a fresh feel. Riccio also delivers some stellar selections in the listener favorite segment that concludes the show known as the Fast Five. Joby Riccio, our featured guest on this edition of Music Journeys. Thanks for listening. I'm Joby Riccio, and this is my music journey. I can't believe I'm standing here again. All the guys I meet just lead to dead ends. And all the girls I've wanted never had a clue Probably don't bat for my team even if they knew I felt like a mountain, I have felt like a mouse I've heard poison words fall out of my mouth But I can swallow my pride and apologize If you give me half a chance, I will try ways the song Sweet from Joby Riccio's Whiplash release serves as the heartbeat of the album. It's an anthemic song Riccio describes as owning life's insecurities and it's one she wrote a few years before releasing it. So lots of the things that I address in the song I've changed my perspective on like these insecurities that I feel like I was almost having to kind of fake it and like fake it till you make it you know like write a more hooky song a more like country type song really just lean into that almost as like an act and now I feel like it's a bit more genuine when I sing it because like I have more faith in myself and I'm really not so insecure about being outspoken about not being traditionally feminine not sweet you know all the things that I speak about in the song. Born in Morrison Colorado Riccio began playing guitar and writing songs around the age of 12. I didn't move around a lot. Um, And I think that I really feel like a strong sense of home and place like connected to the foothills outside of Denver and just Colorado in general. Um, It is kind of like a trope about people from Colorado is that we tend to talk about it a lot. And I mean, it's like, I suppose if you were from another beautiful place or just something that you feel really connected with. So I think that that definitely shows up a lot in my writing. Uh, the desert in songs like Green Flash. And sleep out each night neath the light of the ancient stars. A wild cactus flower bloom beneath the shadow of the storm. I go towards the light and just might find I'm better off. I'm still learning how to trust a heart. 
all sorts of things that like if you really I think like listen between the lines in my music or like really are listening to all the lyrics you kind of hear so I feel like that like strong sense of home and place is very much a part of my music and then also being away from that is a big part of my music and a big part of what I wrote this album about I left home and moved to Boston when I was 18 and it was a time of immense growth for a lot of people my age and a lot of the things we went through uh culturally like pandemic and just everything that's gone on and if you think about in the last like for me I I started college in 2016 and ended it in 2020 so I started it with the election of Trump and I ended it with COVID. Riccio, Whiplash represents a culmination of personal growth against the backdrop of that immense cultural change. Yeah, I would describe it as a patchwork sonically of a lot of different influences, drawing from a lot of different genres, painting with a lot of different paints. And it's really about my experience coming into my own, into adulthood and going through all of these life events, every generation has their stuff. But I do think there is a unique challenge to what people in my generation and younger have experienced in the last few years. It's a huge kind of untalked about and undealt with thing right now because it's still so fresh. So the album is sort of just like a culmination of songs from a period of great change and growth in my life. I've been trying to swallow the sun I've been running from the morning every night The seasons cycle through in their colors And I'm somewhere between a woman and a child I've been having dreams where I'm flying Flying underneath the prairie moon The weed stretches out And I know I won't be coming home soon I am dizzy with my memories And the feeling of time spinning past I got whiplash and the cars won't slow No, they only continue to crash Title track, Whiplash I view it as sort of the thesis of the album. I'm really proud of this song. I feel like it's still an interesting song to me and I wrote it now almost three or four years ago. Um, A lot of these songs I wrote a long time ago and we recorded really back in 2020. So I've been sitting on this material for a long time. I really saw my own growth as a songwriter in that song in both 
lyric writing and also the melodic things. And as a guitar player, I feel like I could just see how far I had come. And the song Kinder to Myself is very special to me. I am learning I am more than my pain And I deserve someone who's good for me Even on the days when my heart disagrees I can take my love away Cause even if he is calling my name I am learning to be kinder to myself I am learning to be kinder to myself Everything I'm speaking about in the song, I still struggle with that and it only gets more and more distilled in you as you get older too i i really think that's true and so that act and that practice only becomes more important and i just think that song sounds really interesting and cool there's woodwinds on it there was a point where i've actually took a mallet to a water glass and used that as sort of a background percussive element yeah i was strumming a guitar with a paintbrush so those two really spring to mind I think for me, It's You is also pretty special to me because it feels like a song that is really loved by a lot of people, from what I can tell, and is usually one of my songs that grabs people. No one makes me sunny or paints my world warm like you when you catch my eye. I wish you'd catch it. I was in school for songwriting, studying at Berkeley, and we were talking about recoloring lines as they move through the song. So that's really where that song came from and, and like a personal experience that I was having. And I thought like, just thinking a lot about how like personal songs can be really universal. And I felt like, as I say in the song, everyone has a person who will never feel the way they do. I, I just had that thought one day and wrote it down and was like, I can totally write a song around this. Sometimes songs really stew in my head for months and then it's like a 30 minute experience and then the song comes out. Homesick for home, I don't.
song homesick i wrote when i was 18 years old and i am now several years older than that 25 you know still sort of in that same stage of life in a way it's interesting to notice when those feelings that i felt when i wrote that song as an 18 year old those still come up in me playing live is one of my favorite things because i feel like i get to find a way to reconnect to the songs with the people who are in front of me who've never heard them before because i am just starting my music career in a way, uh, though I've been playing live for a long time. Can I hear and experience this song with these people who are hearing it with a fresh set of ears? And I like to believe an open heart and mind, because if you don't believe that about your audience, I think it makes playing live really hard. But I think that's one of the more beautiful experiences about being a songwriter is how your songs grow and change and how they are different every single night you play them in one way or another. Even if you play them exactly the same way, there's something always a little bit different. Like it's just the most micro of nuanced things because you're playing it in front of different people. I never know what version of him I'll get when I walk in Counting steps on the hardwood floor My stomach twists, the kitchen buzzes hot As he yells about the things I'm not Crashing like the pots and pans Grab my keys again song driving is a pretty emotional experience for me and you know I used to play my songs sometimes when I I go up into my room as like a 14 year old write a song and sometimes I would show like my mom and she would be like are you okay after I'd say finish the song and it's of course like sometimes when you're young and writing songs the most tangible emotions are the most fraught ones or you're listening to the radio, which has a lot of songs about like heartbreak and sadness and other things too, that are just maybe you can't quite relate to. So I think that like distilling these feelings 
that I was having and sometimes do still have into these moments, these vignettes that turn into songs is a highly vulnerable thing um, if you're drawn from your own experience, which on this record, I mostly am. And sometimes, you know, even though I'm no longer in the same place I was in and experiencing the same things I was experiencing, it does feel like a bit of a a way to kind of revisit who I was even just a few years ago and kind of like give that person a hug and say, hey, it's okay. Look at this. We're, the songs are coming out. People are hearing them. They like them. You're playing shows. Just reminding that younger person who wrote these songs that like just the power of sharing your music with others. I mean, it's like so uncomfortable at times, but it's so, so rewarding. want to write a song that will feel good to play as a person who is stressed out who is strapped for cash i'm still a person who's stressed out and strapped for cash there's no way around it so i still feel you know the little bit of that release playing that song and i hope that uh, anyone listening to that song can just put that song on as they're like driving to their job that they hate or whatever you know and just like just needing a little bit of um venting Space, but in a in a fun way, in a in a way that's joyful because it's so tough. It's so tough out there. I I still work a day job and it crushes me sometimes. So I know that I I look to songs like this that I found in my own life to help me power through. If I could see you one last time, what difference? Would it make Sometimes love is what we want Sometimes it just takes One last time um Maybe it's just the piano, but for me, it sounds unlike anything else on the the rest of the record, and I, I really love it. How did that one come together, and what made that one the right feel to close the album out with? Yeah, the song I was studying at a jazz school, and also learning all these fancy, expensive chords. You know, I came from learning guitar as a folk and bluegrass musician, 
uh, I used to listen to Rachel Yamagata, who is a an artist who kind of infuses some jazz, and, and Nora Jones, of course, uh, who sort of sometimes has like the Americana meets jazz or like folk singer songwriter meets jazz infusion. I think this kind of came from some of those influences and then also just what I was learning at school kind of creeping in. And I really feel like this song is a slow burner and I really like albums that leave you with that type of song. Like I can really picture being in a bar, singing this song, the piano is there. Maybe we got some mood lighting going on, some red lights, you know, low lighting. And like, this is the song that sends the listener out into the night with all their feelings. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's a good way to ask this one. How do you feel like you've evolved from, you know, that strawberry wine, even though it was just a few songs to this and kind of what do you see the evolution beyond Whiplash mm. sounding like or looking like? I think that I definitely leaned more into my vulnerability on this record. Strawberry and Wine, I recorded very quickly and mostly just to have something recorded to make a CD, sell it at the merch table. I worked at this folk music venue, Club Passim. So I saw, I worked shows every night. I saw people with CDs you know, and merchandise. And I was like, okay, well, if this is what real artists do, then like I should make something. But also while I was doing that, I was writing these much more vulnerable songs, even if not all of it is coming from my own life. Like it's still opening up that channel of feeling, I guess, uh, that you don't really hear on a song like Strawberry Wine necessarily. I think that growing beyond this, I hope to continue to play around with genre and push what people might, their expectations of, okay, is she a country artist? Is she folk? Is she jazz? Is she rock? Kind of playing with that expectation within them and also within myself, playing with a lot of different sonic palettes and also writing about different topics. I've definitely written some newer songs that lean into things like climate change <laughs> and politics and all sorts of different things. So I'm excited to see where I do grow as a songwriter and maybe chronicling others' experiences just as much as uh, some of my own. We had a little more fun with Joby Riccio in The Fast Five. Here we go. Yeah. This is great because I'm getting almost the five-minute countdown, so this is going to be a true Fast Five Uh <laughs> So the first one is, uh, what's the first song that you can remember hearing that you loved? Um, Blue by Leanne Rhymes. That was the first. I listened to that song obsessively on my CD player. My parents bought me her greatest hits album because they knew I liked country music and they liked, I liked female country artists. I just loved how she sang. I became obsessed with it and I still sing it sometimes at sets today. That's wonderful. Uh, how about the song that makes you feel uh, the most nostalgic or sparks memories for you? 
maybe Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen. Because that is a song that my dad loves and we grew up singing along to it in the car a lot. You know, me, my dad and my sisters. And I know every word to that song and it just takes me back. That's a good memory. Um, how about the song, uh, your go-to song for dancing or uh, a tune that you hear and you just can't sit still when you hear it? I really like this Esther Rose song called Jump Down Baby. bangers for sure so i got i suppose that one is the first one that came to mind i really like esther rose's latest release it's fantastic it's so good yeah <laughs> uh kind of along those lines how about uh a song that makes you feel like uh working out or you know motivates you to do something that maybe you don't feel like doing at the time mm. there's a song by a band tennis called needle in the knife When I need to like bust out emails, I'm pretty sure that's the first song on the playlist. So that's my immediate association with like working on things or like need to clean the house. I'll listen to uh, that song and a lot of other songs off that tennis record. It's funny you mentioned emails. I hadn't thought about that. That's a good way to phrase that question because you do have to get in the mood to knock out some emails, right? (laughs) And let me just say, we are emailing artists. We're emailing. That's the second. That should be like the byline of our job description is like <laughs> you send emails. I hope you like it. <laughs> Find some good songs to do it to. <laughs> oh, last one is uh, a song that lifts you up when you're feeling down. Probably Long Monday by John Crime. Soul to soul, heart to heart and cheek to cheek. But come on, baby, give me a kiss that last all week. The thought of you Leaving again brings me down. The promise of your sweet love brings me around. Gonna be a long Monday. Sitting all alone on a mountain by a river that has no end. It's gonna be a long Monday. Stuck like a tick of a clock that's come unwound. Again 
and again. I love that song and it makes me think of just happy memories and just makes me happy. <laughs> well, Joby, uh, thank you so much for your time. It's been great to get to know you a little bit more and thanks for enriching our lives with your music. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for doing this. And yeah, thank you so much. These are great questions. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Uh, and all the best on the tour too. And hopefully maybe you come through Ohio, Central Ohio to be specific. Yeah. That'd be wonderful. We'd love to see you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I gotta gotta get out to the Midwest beyond Chicago sometime. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Great to meet you. Great to meet you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm Mike Foley. Talk to you again on the next Music Journey. Ooh.